have you ever set a goal for yourself, maybe a standard, um, you're trying to gain a new habit or break an old one, and then you totally bail on it when the opportunity arises? If you are human, the answer is probably yes. I mean, but why do we do that? Is it avoidable? How do we get our ultimate goals and desires to sync up with our everyday actions? It is a glorious Monday morning and you're listening to My Work in Progress. I'm Heidi Vega and today we're exploring this idea of the conscious mind versus the unconscious mind. And now I have changed my ideas on whether it really is the conscious mind and the unconscious mind we're talking about, but I will get back to that. But first, I want to talk about the social psychologist, Leon Festinger. Um, He's the one who developed the cognitive dissonance theory. And if you guys don't know what that is, it's this kind of mental discomfort that we all kind of feel when our values and beliefs do not sync up um, specifically with actions that we take. So if you know or if you believe that, um, what what could be an example? If you believe that you shouldn't eat uh, chocolate and you eat chocolate, <laughs> that's that feeling of discomfort that you feel, of feeling bad, maybe, um, maybe ashamed, whatever it may be. Um, that's that's cognitive dissonance, basically. And um, it was theorized all the way back in 1957. So it's been around for a long time. And it's kind of this idea that humans need kind of a consistency psychologically in order to best mentally function in the world and um, funny enough I was recently watching a interview with uh, J. Cole and Angie Martinez and he was talking about this this uh, what he referred to as the pull and he kind of made it seem that it was an ego like your ego basically creating that pull But um, his example was, you know, when he's meditating and his thoughts kind of start rambling and he loses his focus on whether on his breathing, um, that he does not necessarily punish himself or say, like, I can't do this, but rather like that it's part of the process. And he just always says, oh, I got lost in thought and then brings it back to um, focusing on his breath. And I thought it was interesting the way he kept referring to it as, um, you know, this pull. And it does definitely feel like a pull if you have ever been in any kind of situation like that. If you've ever meditated before, you know that your mind is like almost pulled into these just like a rabbit hole of thoughts (laughs) whether it's usually it's a worry or something in the future something you start thinking about it can be like a past thing but it's rarely ever your present moment because your present moment you're (laughs) just sitting there you know and there's not much to think on um, in your present moment if you're just sitting there listening to your breath so your mind tends to go all types of places And I thought it was very insightful that he didn't say, he he mentioned that poll with other things as well, um, social media being one of them. And I think that's very prevalent nowadays of feeling like you have to reach for a phone and get on social media any 
chance you get that's not doing like you're not doing anything you'll just reach for your phone naturally and not because you have some pressing thing to do on social media but it's just like takes up that headspace almost um and doesn't let you just sit with your thoughts for a little bit and we get so lost in thought I know I do when I'm on social media I get like you know, I'm like droned out almost. I'm not even very conscious of the thoughts that are going through in my mind when I'm seeing things. Like I know I'm thinking certain things, but I don't analyze those thoughts at all. Um, I'm just kind of scrolling and <laughs> feeling the way I feel, whether that's maybe um, a sense of insecurity because I'm like, oh, that looks great. I wish I was there. Why am I not there yet? And, you know, that that's very common um among i feel like this generation or this time frame for society to feel that when we're when we're on social media um i also wanted to mention i was um i've been listening to an audible of uh jordan peterson's 12 rules for life and he alludes to having a conversation with that part of you that part of you that always wants to like <laughs> go off the rails like that wants to pull you in a different direction and um he he makes an interesting observation that it's that when you're kind of pushy or you're not willing to listen or you're kind of just acting like I think he said a tyrant <laughs> to yourself you know um if you're somebody who's like I have to do this I have to do this you know and that's good it's not bad to have you know like things that you feel that you have to do but it's when that clashes so much with maybe what your body needs at the moment or like some downtime you know you're not getting much sleep and you're pushing yourself to these extents and then you wonder why maybe you fall off the wagon or you, you know, don't do what you tell yourself you value, you know, um, it's no wonder kind of. <laughs> and, uh, I talk a little bit about this on, well, I do talk about this on, uh, my YouTube channel, uh, channel names, Heidi Vega, my name, if you guys want to check it out, but I have to add a little promo in there, <laughs> but, um, I think that's very interesting. And I, since then I have been trying to practice that in kind of letting myself talk to myself. It sounds, it's so funny because it sounds so like mental, like it sounds so schizophrenic sometimes to, to think about thinking about stuff and then trying to have a conversation with yourself. But honestly, that's basically what it is. I mean, that's why I kind of said that or that I alluded to conscious mind versus unconscious mind might not be the right way to think about it because unconscious mind would mean I'm not conscious of that part of me. You know, that part of me is not in the forefront of my thoughts or is never conscious, right? But these thoughts that you have or these inclinations to do certain things that you have, they are conscious to you um, if you look for it or if you think about it if you take a moment to pause and think why am I telling myself that I need this whatever it might be that goes against what I said I valued or decided I valued 
And um, yeah, so maybe it's conscious versus semi-conscious. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly how I would how I would name that, but I think we all kind of have experiences with that, um, those feelings and those conversations that you kind of have with yourself and those ideas, that idea that, you know, you kind of have to go a little easy on yourself. There's times where you can definitely give yourself tough love and push yourself to a certain um, degree in order to get what you need, you know, in order to get the results that you want. But there's other times where I think we are so caught up in what our conscious mind wants long term or whatever it is that we don't stop and say how can I make this work out without having to keep um, giving up or giving up that um, basically going into cognitive dissonance you know because you keep failing or feeling like you're failing every time you mess up or anything like that Um, for a good example I would say like, you know, anybody who's ever been on a diet or, you know, trying to lose weight and you're trying to get to the gym or you're trying to stop eating certain kinds of foods or whatever it is, um, you experience this, like you tell yourself, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore, you know, and you kind of set this like really strict <laughs> um, situation for yourself and you know, you don't like that. (laughs) Maybe the conscious you is like, yeah, this is what needs to happen. But the other part of you is like, I don't like this. And sooner or later, you end up breaking, and you break that and you feel a certain way about yourself as if all of a sudden, you don't have the willpower and you're, you don't have any willpower and you feel terrible about yourself. But the truth is, it's not that crazy for you to have broken such a strict situation. And I think we are needing to be a little bit more, um, we need to negotiate basically with ourselves. We need to learn the art of negotiation with our own selves because human beings are so complex that we can't even tell ourselves what to do and actually go through with it all the time. Um, Sure, you can say like, okay, we're going to go to the bathroom and go to the bathroom and, you know, simple things. But when it comes to long-term goals, things that aren't immediate, uh, we have a harder time sticking to them. And it's, it's, it seems a little crazy because you're like, I'm in charge of myself. You know, I, I own myself. I own my body. So I tell it what to do and it does it. But when push comes to shove and you're talking about values or a new habit or old habits, you know, the lines kind of blur and you start wondering, well, do I have, you know, complete control? And, and essentially you do, but you also have to be understanding that you are human and that means that you are liable to make mistakes you're liable to mess up and you are also putting yourself in a no-win situation when you don't allow yourself um to breathe (laughs) to basically get the chance to um you know give and take it's it's already been proven uh several times in different studies um I can't name them right now, but uh, I'm sure you've heard this before, but that we only have so much willpower, you know, 
And when you exhaust that willpower into something so small or you don't give yourself a little bit of like room, let's say, to mess up or to, you know, say, okay, you know, if I'm going to tell myself I'm going to wake up every day at 6 a.m. and work out, I have to be willing to say, okay, then maybe I need to spend a little less time um, on work and not work myself so hard at night when I know I should be sleeping to give myself the time and the energy to work out and feel good about that and not feel terrible that I'm giving, you know, a hundred and fifty percent, you know, when I don't have that much to give and eventually something's got to give. And that's the biggest takeaway is that somewhere something's going to break, you know, something's going to have to give less. And, um, I think we forget that and we try to do it all and, uh, we end up failing and we feel bad. We feel that it's, you know, it's just you and everyone else has it figured out or, or that, you know, it means you're flawed in some way. But I think everyone's like that. And it's hard to remember that. It's hard to get yourself to be kind <laughs> to yourself and get yourself to give yourself a break sometimes. So I don't know if we, it's it's a conscious versus unconscious or how, but I do know that we shouldn't avoid that cognitive dissonance. We shouldn't put it to the back of our mind or just like, oh, whatever, I'll get over it or that feeling. I think we should confront it and see where we can find a resolution for ourselves um, and say, okay, well, if I, you know, messed up and I know this goes against my value, where, where can I give? Where can I, yeah, basically give, give myself a break so that I'm not creating this harsh lines and I can thrive essentially and do better because I'm allowing myself um, to mistakes here and there or allowing myself to have that break that's much needed and then you feel much less guilty about it. I mean that's the whole idea behind cheat meals and you know a fitness regimen um, a meal meal plan basically is that you add those cheat meals and they're uh, scheduled, you know, so you don't feel so guilty about it because you feel like this is part of the plan and you understand that it's part of the process. Without people having that, um, people don't understand that they're going to cheat at some point and they're going to feel really bad about it if they don't already have their mind made up that this is just like, it's natural for you to want a sweet treat once in a while. It's natural for you to you know, give in to to something that's not maybe nutritious, but just for the taste buds, you know what I mean? Like, ah, uh, save the taste buds. Um, you know, to appreciate the, the little things, um, even if they don't add value to your goals, you know, it, it's nice to have that once in a while and you're, you're, you're human, you're going to want that once in a while. And that's okay. And I think if you can negotiate more with yourself about when that can happen, and, and not in a tyrant way, like uh, Jordan Peterson says, but more in a, like, hey, we're in this together, we might as well work something out here. Um, 
but yeah, that's kind of been what's on my mind late as of late. And I kind of want to share those thoughts with you guys and see what you guys think. Um, don't forget to leave me some questions uh, or even if they're just comments at my email. I wish Anchor had like a comment section. That's one thing that I'm like, I wish it had like some kind of review or something like that. Um because I'm pretty sure Apple Music uh, or Apple Podcast has that, and I think Google Play does too. But um, it'd be nice to just see that right off the bat. But feel free to follow me on Instagram or Snapchat. I will have those usernames in the description of this podcast. And yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And um, as always. Don't forget to unapodal un <laughs> Yeah, don't forget to un-a-b-b-b-b-b-b. No, don't <laughs> don't forget to unapologetically be a work in progress. <laughs>